0: Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to talk about how you have no imagination. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to talk about how you don't have any imagination. And I love... Children, right? This is a parenting podcast, so it all stems around the kids and empowering them with where they are at. So I, I literally just left the house and and I saw something my son created. Um, I had bought some new ink cartridges for the printer. And he looks at it, he looks at the package, right? Just a tiny little package that fits, you know, a a tri color and a black ink cartridge for a regular HP printer that you would have in your home. So, what's it? You know, four inches by four inches. And and he looks at it and he says, Dad, I could make something out of this. I said, Fantastic. What are you going to make? Can I just go into the garage? Uh, I need some scissors. I need some tape. I need a marker. I was like, all that stuff is in the garage. You know where everything is. Go have at it as I'm (laughs) printing some things that I need to print, right? That's why I got the. So he goes in there. And my wife says to me, she's like, where is he? I said, he's in the garage. Well, what's he doing? I said, he's being creative. He's using his imagination. I have no clue. I gave him a printer box And he said he needed some tape, some scissors and a marker And she's like, what is he making? I don't know But I'm sure we're about to find out Uh, So I go in there and then he has some balloons And he goes, Dad, I need you to I need you to blow up these balloons and tie them for me (laughs) I'm like, okay And he's got some sticks at this point That he went to the yard and found And he's I said, well what is it? He goes, it's a piggy bank. <laughs> now if you saw this thing, it is the furthest thing you would ever think a piggy bank would be. So I laugh. Because the bottom is open. And then he and then I said, Well, where's the money gonna go? And he says, Well, we gotta make a slot. I mean, can you get the knife and can you do it? Um and he says, yeah, I, I said, listen, I'll, I'll cut it open. You just tell me where, where do you want to mark it? He gets the marker, he makes a little slice, it's a pretty big spot. He goes, they're gonna put a lot of money in here. So I love the answers. Um, but it's amazing to just watch his brain go. And then I said, who, is this your piggy bank? No, I'm gonna sell it. What, what, <laughs> well, how much are you gonna sell it for? He says, $10, and I start laughing. I said, man, if you find someone to buy this for $10, I'm all in, I, I, we're gonna mass produce these things. And he's like, yeah? He goes, Dad, I only need 14 customers. Now, guys, listen to this conversation. I, he asked if he could make something out of a, a cardboard garbage. I said, well, "What? why do you have to sell 14 of them? Because, Dad, I need $140. What do you need $140 for? Because, Dad, I have $300 in my bank account. And you told me that I needed to earn $140 because I couldn't spend all my money. And I want to buy this, 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 and this. So I need to find 10 customers for these. And and by the way, Dad, I need more boxes because I need to make more of these. And, And I'm just letting it go. I'm letting him build. I'm letting him do this. Now, mind you, his imagination. Let's get back to this. His imagination. He wrote a book recently. It's a 10-page book. He and his friend illustrated it. Uh, He wrote it. His friend illustrated it. Um, I started making copies. I said, listen, you have a book. That's your your intellectual property. And I use these words with them because kids intellectual property he's got to learn them somehow right why not learn them now I said so you and your friend can split the money on that but you may want to cut a deal because it sounds like you're gonna be doing the selling Uh, but he did some of the work so he has the right to it so why don't you sell your books for ten bucks I said I bet you we have two people who would buy them right away It's, it's, it's grandma and grandma and he was like yeah I said i can make more copies we'll get the books he goes it's going to take too long to get the money i said, what you don't understand is we could have the money here almost immediately we have technology that can do that he's like yeah i said you have a bank account now right he's like yeah he says uh, i said we can have the money was called wired to the bank account or transferred to the bank account so both grandmas could just say hey i want ten dollars of my money to go into this account over here and they could do that and, and I go it could be there in two minutes he's like what this all comes from a piece of cardboard so this is what'm I'm, I'm getting at too many parents would be like that's garbage let's we're throwing this out why don't you use something else that looks better that looks whatever like it, it's garbage I remember when my son was three he's I, I would ask him what he wants to be when he grew up and he would always say a dinosaur and I would get all excited. I'd be like, that's awesome. What dinosaur are you going to be? And he's like, I want to be a T-Rex. And I was like, wow, a T-Rex. That's awesome. And then uh, and, and then we would just have conversations around that. We, as adults, right, you're a parent. You know your kid's not going to be a T-Rex. But why do you have to tell him that he's not going to be a T-Rex or she's not going to be a princess? I mean, we don't do that to little girls who wants to be princesses. Because we grow up and we we have our own vision of what our princess can be So why do we tell a little boy that he can't be a dinosaur? Why do we tell any child that they can't be something that they're dreaming? They could be they're using their imagination and too many times. I'm watching parents from afar Tell their kids what they cannot do instead of empowering them with what they can do and then these same kids get to elementary and middle school and and there someone will say hey you could be anything you want to be and it's like well i wanted to be a dinosaur and people told me i couldn't do it and, and then one day i said i wanted to be an artist because i like to draw i wasn't very good at it but somebody said you know you're probably not artists don't make a lot of money so i stopped drawing because somebody told me i needed to make money and when i was 10 and and, and then when i got into middle school and I was like you know I think I'd want to be a doctor somebody say you'd have to be good at science and I didn't always get the best science grades so I I thought maybe I shouldn't be a doctor but I really like helping people and then these kids just end up confused because people keep telling them what they can't do or or what the requirements are for those things to happen instead of saying I think you'd make an excellent doctor you really like helping people right if you work really hard in some of these classes you can be anything you want to be But people are stifling and 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 just tearing down the dreams of our young people and and i'm around a lot of parents it's usually their parents who are doing it and those are the people they believe the most so be aware of the things you're telling your kids they can't do when your kids are coloring outside the lines when they're four and five and six and even seven and eight just encourage him. I I remember being excited that my son was coloring, and I remember very specifically the teachers telling me that he was an excellent student when he was in pre-K and even before pre-K. They said our only concern is that he doesn't write. Uh, he doesn't color inside the lines. And I was like there's no lines at this age no like yes there are I said no there's not he, he, he enjoys drawing he enjoys coloring he'll get it in oh and then the other thing was more specifically than he's not coloring within the lines I say he, they, they said that he didn't hold the crayon the right way he would hold it in a fist And they said, you know, we really want him to hold it like he'd be holding a pencil. And I said, well, when he starts to write, I'm sure he'll naturally adapt when he sees other people doing it, but I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on the enjoyment, the fun of coloring and drawing. And I'm sure he'll get to that point. No, I still watch my son and we, we do homework together and he does everything in terms of writing, the opposite of the way I was taught. Now, I don't know if he was taught this way, if every kid does it this way, but it's the opposite of the way I was taught. But I watch it, and I'm amazed because he still has really good handwriting, in my opinion. And it's all backwards from what I do. And maybe not the most efficient, but it gets the job done. And I don't know if he was taught that way or that's just what's most comfortable for him. But every ounce of me, I'm gonna be transparent and honest here. I don't don't know jack about parenting. I just know that not everything needs to be done the way I do it. Every ounce of me wants to show him the way I do it. But why would I, that's his way. And he still gets the job done. But as a parent, as, as someone who coaches people, as somebody who wants and knows more efficient ways. I have this brain where uh, I get into a scenario and I observe and I find more efficient ways to do things. It's just the way I am. Um, and I oftentimes have to learn to bite my tongue because it's not my space to, to coach or empower or do anything. Or if it's somebody else's process, I just have to sit back and say, your process works for you. Um, even though I would do it differently. His process works for him. And anything I say that's different than what he's doing, he's going to become more and more self-conscious if I were to address those things. So why even put it out there? Uh, And as parents, we want the best for our kids. So we want to show them the right way to do things. Um, And I think if we focus on empowering them, teaching them right from wrong, teaching them respect, teaching them to value others, and allow their imagination to run wild, our kids are gonna be so much better off than the general populace. So I never do this, but I just wanna thank you for listening to this podcast as it allows me to reflect and hopefully share some tidbits of my craziness with you, the listener. I look forward to you uh, joining me in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be The Dad You Wish You Had, at you Had.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad go to be the dad you wish you now and get it while it's free